0: Ladies and gentlemen, punters of all ages, welcome back to the Mock Racing Club podcast once again. My name is Mitchell Cashmore and I'm joined as always by the best punter you'll see going around, Nick Highland. How are you, mate?
1: Oh, that's pretty rich, but uh, yeah, very good, mate. Um, Yeah, I wouldn't say that, but AFL season is coming up as well, which hopefully can get some bank going and rolling. We haven't had a too many good weeks, the last two or three with the races. That's true. So we're trying to crack down this week and try and get a winner by a couple of dollars. So that's the plan. But yeah, I don't know if all correct there by but you. Yes,
0: we are not going to sugarcoat it out of form. We've gone loss, loss, break even, loss. And when most weeks we're making profits, this, uh, the run of four weeks with no profits, it's a, it's making us itch for a winner, but uh it's the only good thing about it is not not a lot of other tippers are uh, going super well either, just because the unpredictable nature of horse racing has really picked up in the last month, hasn't it, Nick?
1: Yeah, it's pretty out of our control without without taking any blame away from us. Obviously, it is our fault that we're not picking all the ones, but um we're right up there with if we're not picking the winner we're picking. Either second place, third place, or fourth place, like we did when we were actually at the track. We were—I don't think we were away from. We picked only one or two winners that day, but we had every horse in the top four or something in the end. Yeah, so it was. We weren't far away, but um, yeah. So.
0: Yeah, we're we're always around the line. We uh lately, but uh, we just we are, are itching to get one across in first place. Only two last week and that's the lowest we've had in a very long time so only one card on the uh, table today we're only going through the rose hill card to make sure we you know break it down and get a few winners here we're not going to overdo ourselves with the, the uh the two cards on the podcast and there won't be a brisbane card this week like last week we're just taking a step back we're calming it down we're making sure not to overdo it we're making sure that we can get a few winners for you guys. And get that strike rate up again because uh an 18% strike rate is not where we want to be. And uh big race racing though, Nick. All-star mile, it's finally here. It's like Christmas for horse racing fans. Are you excited?
1: Uh oh, it's such a good field this year, I love to say it's gonna be a really good race to watch. Can't wait.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be big, big race. We're gonna attack it in depth in the uh the tip off later, but for now. Are you ready to get stuck into the Rose Hill tips, mate?
1: Really excited to get into it. I am ready when you are.
0: Okay, let's go straight into the track report. Golden Super Carnival at Rose Hill finally kicks off. It's time for autumn racing. And uh, the Cornwall Classic will be the headline race for the day in Sydney. The weather is going to be fine on uh, uh, Saturday, but... Rain is predicted in the lead up to that day. So Friday night, I believe, there is supposed to be some torrential downpour. But whether or not that comes in will mean if the uh, the track starts on a soft or not. But whether it does start on a tra- um, soft or good, it will most likely be upgraded throughout the day because the sun is scheduled to come out. The rail will also be in the true position for the entire circuit. So no, not much track bias will be coming into effect. We'll go straight into it. Race one. Moderately paced 1,900-metre race to start here. Uh, Ruffy Chance Dylan Romance will go forward with $2.15 favourite Great House being the one to beat. And he'll be coming off the back of the pack. Great House has the ability to win this. I just think he's under the odds here. $2.15 is not a price that sticks out to me. I think a better bet on him would be at the $3 mark. So I'm going to stick away from him. I think the five-year-old Mayor, Crimson Ace, has a roughy chance here after being pretty consistent lately. $20 to win, she could cause a major upset. Welsh legend also has some major claims, as does Picaro. However, we are massive fans of uh, Toscanini at the TMRC, and the Mayor and Eustace trained Colt has won plenty of times for us before, including three weeks ago in dominant fashion on the Randwick-Kensington track. The talented Brit jockey Tom Marquand is on board and with a potential derby start ahead, a five dollar win bet on Toscanini is good enough for me. This is going to be a real test to see if she can go to the um if um can go to the Derby and I'll be hopefully seeing Toscanini cross the post in first place on the weekend. How about you, Nick?
1: Yeah, I can agree with that, but um I'll be going with Welsh Welsh Legend. Like you said, it's a very good horse with J Mac on board and the Waller combo, which we do love a lot. Second place, last start at Canterbury. I'm pretty sure you were there. It might not have been that uh, one. Ah, yes. No, 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 that was the
0: week. before. I, w- I watched this live on the uh the television, but was oh, not okay. I was at the track.
1: And finished second place up there, but at six dollars for the win, it's pretty pretty good. Looking pretty good for me, so that'll be my tip. Just out of each way odds, so So that's a bit unlucky. Um, I take race two here, so... Yes, love it. Race two, we have the 1,200 metres, which will be quickly done. Uh, Girl Mania should lead. Arcadia and Robodira I expect to push up as well. Mallory, Jamea and Latino blend down the back, and Dula Teela, Queen of Wizardry, and Centro Storico in the midfield. Uh, Queen of Wizardry is definitely a horse in this field that needs to be respected, currently at $9.50 and $2.45 each way. He has good form in a fourth place Magic Millions two-year-old classic, falling behind great horses such as All Class, Shiqu- Shiquiro and Alpine Edge. Her other start was a uh, win-beating, a well-backed favourite, Ranch Hand, who is also a very good horse. New jockey on board is my only worry. Um, definitely someone that needs to be watched out for. Uh, Arcaded is another good horse that we ha- and a lot of others have talked about. Just didn't live up to a name in the Blue Diamond, but can be forgiven. Was always a long shot in the Blue Diamond with the field being superb. Definitely a chance with this race and should definitely be there in the finishing. Likes a distance well with two pr- pretty convincing wins at the 1100. One being three and a half lengths, and the other two and a half, coming down to a group three race, definitely has the potential to tear up the race if she rocks up ready to race Mallory, the current favorite third place last start at Randwick behind four moves ahead, and she's all class, good form again to strike on before that beat total babe and Vianello by a length did you, didn't really do much in the trials fin- finishing six out of ninth, the third place in Ranwick I wasn't too impressed with when we were there to be honest but she's all class and four moves ahead of two very class horses so it's definitely a horse that needs to be looked out for at $2.60 I think honestly it's a bit unders but um I can respect people that can go on the bet here so I'm pretty I'm pretty tossed up between Queen of Wizardry and Arcaded here uh, I believe I'll probably have money on both in the race because you can definitely get a profit out of both of them Deal, but my tip for this one will have to be Queen of Wizardry. At $9 and $2.35, I'm just licking my lips at the moment. <laughs> that is honestly just good overprice, I believe, for a horse that is, to be fair, hasn't run since the Magic Millions, which is a while ago, which is pretty much a spell. But um, that's the downside. But hopefully it can come and hit back really well here.
0: Lovely stuff. You you know, you said Mallory might be under the odds here, but um, I'm going to give it one more chance. I just like the way that um, she goes about her business. Uh, Has never missed the top three in any race, has uh, one third, one second, and one win to her name, and has formed, like you said, behind the likes four moves ahead, uh, she's all class, and also has, um, in her first start in career, she came a very close second to Enthar and we all know how good of a horse Enthar can be. Well, not very close. It was three lengths off Enthar, but Enthar Enthar is, is you know, can be very freakish, different class. So three lengths off Enthar is still very good form to have. So, uh... Closed off very good after the barrier really uh put her in a tough position. Had the 11th barrier when we were there at Randwick, Nico. So I thought that might have uh, been the thing to undo her, but was able to close very, very fast and almost got on top there. But of course, four moves ahead, was able to uh stream home in the end. But, yeah, $2.60, I probably would like it to be around the $3 mark, but I'm still going to back in Mallory here. Colette should be able to steer it right from the sixth barrier, and if it attacks the line again like it has been normally, I'm happy to take the bet on Mallory. Fair enough. Lovely stuff. I have race three, and it's going to be a fast run 1,200 metres and potentially be one of the last trials for the Golden Slipper, which is coming up in a couple of weeks. Shakiro. Converge and Tri-State will run forward and try to battle it out and hold the lead. Shakira is a horse that I don't believe is up to the task after proving his inability against Sydney horses a couple of weeks ago at Randwick. The uh, the horse we were on that day in Halal proved once more that he could be a serious player in the Golden Slipper race if he gets a start. A win and a second placing from two starts is great form leading into this and he has proven both times that he has finishing speed that is electric. So I just believe that in um, that's just it's great form to be reading off the, um, his last two races. Uh, also, ingratiating will run in this one. Was also came through the blue diamond, but just too low of odds for a horse that I don't believe wins here. I think four dollar sixty for a horse like Kalau is a much better price to take, and hence I will be taking Lao to win for me.
1: Yeah, that's I, I might disagree with you there. Ingratiating is definitely a very good horse that just needs to needs to be respected. Second place in the blue diamond is just it's uh it's a very good horse that'll be really up there in the slipper as well. I reckon it'll win this one. Two dollars twenty is a bit bit low, but you can definitely put that in the multi, but I don't see um I don't see him losing, so oh, that well, that's just me.
0: Well, that's the point of the podcast. We discuss, we debate. Uh, I'm looking forward to the race, though. It's going to be a very good race. It's definitely... key okay, uh, punters, make sure you watch this race and take down your notes because uh, the winner of the Blue... um, Not Blue Diamond. The winner of the Golden Slipper could very well come out of this race, so make sure to pay attention. Nick, I believe you have race four. Take us away.
1: Uh, this one was an interesting one. So we all know that there's a very good horse in this, Colette. And... Usually, I would be on Colette, but um, if it stays a good track, I will stay away from that. I'm just going to start with that because Colette is a very good runner. As they say, Colette in the wet, but if it's not wet, um, yeah, it's, it's just not the same. Not the same horse. So, depending on the rain, if it rains a lot in Sydney overnight or during the day, I'd stay away from Colette as well. But, yeah, let's get into the speed map. So Spirit, Spirit Ridge should lead, I expect. Um, Shroud should be pushed forward as well from the first barrier, I expect, and the chosen one as well. Colette should settle in the midfield, and the rest should just be dancing around behind that. Um, Toffee Tongue might be at the back. That's what I'm thinking at the moment. Um, so defi- definitely some good horses in this with, um, like we said Before the podcast started the chosen one, which is a horse that ran in the Melbourne Cup That's had had some money on that was just out of the placing but um Yeah, definitely can be respected. Not sure if Not sure how how will go in a Different type of race because I haven't actually seen it run other than that Melbourne Cup Um, but my I'm gonna keep it quick my tip for this race like I said if it's not raining it will not be colette but it will be spirit ridge who has just got amazing form with two wins at the two sorry two wins in the last two starts and then two second places before that just found some second win in form and yeah that's that'll be my tip for this race
0: yeah I 100% agree with you can get it done on a good can get it done in the soft so whatever the weather may be I think Spirit Ridge can really take it here. Colette might win. $1.50 odds. We're probably not going to take it. We're probably only going to chuck it in a multi if the rain comes in. But Spirit Ridge has what it takes to get it done no matter what. So I'll back you in there. Um, I'm really looking forward to this race. Going to be a real cracker. Fair enough. So, yes, we move on to race five. Straight to the point here. I mentioned last week how much I love Jungle Edge. And I just love, love, love it. He is one of my favorite horses. Old boy Jungle Edge, 10 years old, still going around the track, has never won on a good track. And that's why I won't (laughs) be backing him on a good track if it turns out to be good. But I'm going to take a risk here, as I I always do with Jungle Edge. Every time I see that the weather might come in and be a soft or wet track for Jungle Edge, I'm on. So I'll be backing him at $10 to win. And I believe the place price at the moment is... Uh, Let me just get it up here, $2.90. So if the weather does come in, $10 to win, $2.90 each way on Jungle Edge is a major over the odds because I'm telling you right now, if it's raining come Saturday, those odds are going to drop dramatically. Elite wet tracker, elite. Just gets it done in the wet. And if it does, I'll be on Jungle Edge. If good, sticking away, sticking away. And I'll let Nick tell you who to be backing if it's a good track. Nick, take that away.
1: Oh, I'm probably not the best tip to go for here because I'm going for an absolute roughie here. Ooh, lovely with, roughy. Well, as we've said the last couple of weeks it's been roughy. So what why why should we f- um why should we go with the low priced horses? That's what I'm exactly thinking. Right. So I'm gonna throw in gonna throw in a roughie here with Alberman with Timmy Clark on board at $21 and $4.60. Oh, my. Sticks, no real reason, just sticking out to me, with the last race coming behind Mask Crusader and Southern Lad in fifth place, which is a definite good horse to have. But I was really stuck out by, oh, I was at the end of last year, second place behind Pandemic, who is a very good horse by 0.2 lengths. So that'll be my tip with Albion and Tim Clark with the seventh barrier should just come out and it should just get the run of the race, I believe. So that'll be my tip.
0: I love it. Calby's ears are perking up with those roughy chances right there. He'll be on this race for sure, I know. (laughs) Who have you got for race six, mate?
1: Uh, Race six, we've got the... Firelap stakes here at 1500 meters. Great horse, file up. Great movie. Great, great history behind the horse. It's um, going
0: to be a great race.
1: Exactly. Yale Town should lead here. Um, only real leader in the race, and it should be moderately paced. Um, coming from the 11th barrier, should just lead Yale Town. Darling Diamond, Elizabeth, and Poland should push up as well. Bazooka. Thermosphere, Pipali, Immobilism should settle around the midfield. Hungry Heart Mirror Vale should be off midfield and the Irishman in impecunious should be the back markers. Uh this this one was tough for me, to be honest. Um I was going around it for a while and I'm just gonna settle pretty quickly here on another Tim Clark run horse with Yale Town. I reckon he can just lead the whole way here at $12 and $3.70. Second place last start in Canberra behind Molly's Nails um, by 0.1 lengths. I hopefully can get it to bounce back here again. So that'll be my tip here at $12 and
0: $3.70. I like where you're going with that because I was also going to mention that Yale Town. Big chance for a roughy upset. Good value bet can be made on Yale Town. Just has what it takes to get it done, I think, in its third start. But uh, I'm leaning towards... Oh, sorry about that. Leaning towards Poland. The three-year-old Colt with Karen McAvoy on board. Uh, won at big odds last start with the, uh, the Autumn Stakes. Was able to beat Amish Boy. It's our time. Um... Yeah, so I think I think if it gets the same sort of run, it'll race on the speed, pop out at the end, attack the line really hard, uh, just like it has shown. It's five starts so far, two wins, one second, one third. I really think if Karen McAvoy, like we said last week, Karen McAvoy really needs to uh, kick in the gear this uh, carnival, and I think Poland is his first chance to get a real good winner to start off his autumn carnival strong. So Poland will be my tip at uh, – let me just get the updated odds because I did the uh, the odds last night. Poland at – oh, uh, my God. Sorry, punters. Sorry, 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 punters. This is terrible for me.
1: Uh, it's at $5. $5.
0: Sorry. My sorry computer was uh, just absolutely lagging like all hell. Yeah, sorry, $5 now. $5 to win – My apology, punters. My computer went on the fritz there. I hope you're able to hurt it. Um, I hope I didn't cut out completely, but Poland to win is my tip. There you go.
1: Fair enough. (laughs) So we skip race seven for the tip off. Yes, we do. So I'm on race eight again here. So um, we've got the 1500 meter Highland race colors. Oof. Oof. Great name. Um. Uh moderate pace again. Grey Worm should lead. Oh actually I take that back. All right. I reckon Buffalo River might push up there. Um with Grey Worm should be close behind, but Buffalo River likes to lead, so I assume that will be the case. Um down the back we have Creadiris, Rock, and Mr. Satchmo. Mr Seawolf off midfield. Looks like Elvis think it over. I am Superman Man and Plumatic in the mids so that'll be the speed map the field i i tossed and turned about this there was a a couple there's literally like five or six horses here that i really tossed and turned about with gray worm who's a horse that we have looked at in the past i am superman rock uh buffalo river just and crea of course so I, I'm I'm a bit on edge. I'm not sure who, to be honest. But I'm going to – I'm. Oh, it's hard for me to stay away from Buffalo River here, but I'm going to go with Rock. Ooh, Rock with Tommy Berry on board at $7.50 and $2.25 is a good chance here. Resumes after a spell of 16 weeks and proven first up running winning in one of five attempts. Looks threatening, I believe. So it's going to be hard to stay away from him for me.
0: Fair enough. I'll be straight to the point. Buffalo River for me. I love the way it goes about its business and it really needs to uh, get another win here. It's been second and third so far this prep. I expect its first win of the prep to finally come here after it's been slightly unlucky in its last two races. At $3.60. Great price to get Buffalo River. Very okay, nice. lovely stuff. We move on to the final race of the day. 1350 metres, moderately paced. Huge field. Huge field. Yao yeah, Dash, Hollyfield, and Impy to go forward. Yao yeah, Dash looks a touch over the odds to me at $6. Just going to mention that. Star Spangled Radio Rodeo is the favourite and for good for reason. Six-year-old Gelding is a talented fella and with a win over Fulmina three weeks ago at this track, you know he has what it takes to get a win. Since he is carrying even less weight than last time, he will certainly become a dangerous threat with the way he likes to attack the line. Zakat is always thereabouts, and with Roger King on board, he can certainly get it done, and I will respect a bet on him. However, I like Bound to Win. It appears as though the Snowden team has really gotten her prepped for a big autumn carnival. She's drawn the rails, which she likes. She has formed behind Edison, which is also a massive tick. And the main one that convinces me, when we were at Randwick, Nico, and you were able to snag the winning jockey Cathy O'Hara's goggles, <laughs> who was the horse that was just a whisker off from beating her? That's right. It was Bound to Win. So I like that form. Five dollars fifty to win, two dollars fifteen to place. Excellent little each way bet to finish the day, I think.
1: Not bad, not bad. Um, I'm going another roughy here with because it's a big, big field. Stay, I'm going to stay away from the low price, but just quietly, yeah, Dash is very good, very good price, but I'm not sure. So I'm going to go with Bull Finch here. Ooh. Colette on board, CJ Waller combo. Um, I believe should push forward as well from the barrier, 15. Might settle just in front of midfield. Um, coming back from a spell and, yeah, $26 and $7 for a place. So it's just looking pretty good for me with five career starts and three wins. So it's definitely a horse that should be respected, I think. So Bullfinch for me.
0: Lovely stuff. Finish it off there. Great card run through. I'm really looking forward to seeing how they run. Um, fingers crossed we get a few winners and that strike rate goes back up. Quaddie, as always, will be on the Instagram. Make sure to check our Instagram at the Mock Racing Club on Instagram because, uh, as we said earlier, footy season's back and uh, footy season is a time for many, many punts to be had and we will be having many tips on the NRL with the TMRLC and the AFL with the TMFC. So make sure to check out the Mock Racing Club on Instagram for all of your footy tipping needs. Now, we move on to the great tip-off brought to you by Inside Feed. Great, great people, Inside Feed. They're doing great things at the moment. Make sure to check out their page at Inside underscore HQ and go to www.insidefeed.com.au to get all of your sports news needs. Great, great people there. They take care of us, so we take care of them. We're shouting them out on the potty. So Nick, we get into the first race. Up at Gold Coast, we got the dual races. Who have you got in the one that we're going for and why?
1: Um in the two year old race six, it's it, i toss and turn on this one. But um I'm gonna go yeah. for a horse here. And the favorite the favorite looks to be one to beat, to be honest. But King Gutho. <laughs> King Gutho at $18 and $3.80. Second place last up behind Shipway and a first place before that by 1.5 lengths. I don't mind it. So that'll be my tip here for the tip-off for race one, just because of the name King Gutho, to be honest. But There we go. Great name.
0: Great name. But I'm going on a horse that I've backed before. If you remember punters all the way back for Christmas, the 25 days of Christmas, our best bets, Of the day, Mishani Enchanted was one that got up for us, and I've been following it ever since. And one last start, which gives me even more confidence from the ninth barrier. Uh, And I see here on PlayUp, our good friends at PlayUp, make sure if you don't have a PlayUp account already, the link will be in the description and in our bios. Sign up to PlayUp today and get some great odds like this. They've got it at $15 to win and $2.90 to place. That's an excellent each-way bet to be having in this field. I just think Sweet Dolly at $1.50 could definitely trot it in, but just too low for my liking. If it's not even money, you know I won't be on it. So Mishani Enchanted at $15 to win and $2.90 to place on play up. We'll repeat. Link in the description. Please go do yourself a favor. Make sure the big bookies aren't keeping you down. Sign up with Australian owned bookie play up today. Link in the description. All right. Now that we've gotten that out of the way, Nick, Coolmore Classic, who have you got?
1: Ooh, now toss and turn on this one as well here. Oh
0: cracking field.
1: Ice bath is one that needs to be respected. And with rain coming in, hopefully, it could be one to pick, but I've changed my mind again. Oh. Crone. Crone. A horse that has f- great form in the last two races, coming out of pretty much nowhere, but. I'm going to back it here again. Has won both times at pretty much the same price he's at, so don't be um, worried about the price he's at in terms of him winning. I don't see it as a win. problem. Um, won on the good track and the soft track t- in the last two starts, and Timmy Clark has just been riding, riding her so well. So at $17 and $4.80, Crone will be my tip for this race.
0: Lovely stuff. Oh. This race, it's one of those ones that just really gets me going. I just don't know who to back. So many of my favorites in here. Forbidden Love, big fan of the way it goes business. Sovereign Award, Outstanding Horse. Sub Pond, always tricky. Madame Rouge, love the way um, she goes about her business. Ice Bath, of course. Everyone knows how much I love Ice Bath. But with the rain potentially not coming in, I just don't know if I should be backing it or not. Oh, it's, and of course, I think I've settled on it. Backed it a couple of times in before on the potty. Hasn't really fired. But uh, when we were at Ranwick, she just looked outstanding in the uh, mounting yard. Trained by family friend John O'Shea. Unfortunately, came third, but we came good profit on the each way bet. It was paying $4 and it's paying similar now. $12 to win, $3.80 to place All Saints Eve. I think the way that she ran when she came third to think it over and cried dearest last start at Ranwick was an excellent trial for this race, and I think this race is going to be a big test whether All Saints Eve is going to be able to play with the big boys in the coming carnival. I just, again, I'd normally be on ice bath, but since the rain potentially won't come in, All Saints Eve for me will attack the line like an absolute Dog come the last few hundred meters, and can definitely get the win at the big odds. But I will say, personally, I'll be riding Ice Bath if it starts to rain. If all of a sudden the uh, the clouds come in and the rain comes down, I will be on Ice Bath. But uh, my tip for the tip off, All Saints Eve each way.
1: Fair enough. Now, now that is the tip off. The big one. No, the big one. Oh no, I've, one. I've done. How can you forget t- the big one? I forgot. All
0: Star Mile.
1: The horse biggest race of, of the weekend. Oh, My
0: God, it's oh! Just looking at this field, how you're not as a as a horse racing enthusiast, how can you not look at this field and just get jump out of your seat excitement? They're always a good field, but uh, this year might I think might be the best that they've ever had. Let me just list off some of these um, horses for you guys: Sir Dragon A, Behemoth, Streets of Avalon, Star of the Seas, Muga Two. Horovian, Russian Camelot, Arcadia Queen, Probabil, Shout the Bark, Graceful Glamour. Oh, the list goes on and on and on. Just
1: Luna Fox.
0: Shit. Oh, how could I forget Luna Fox? Little, um, little Mr. Luna Fox, who won a couple weeks ago at $300 or something, was able to get a wildcard spot in this race because of it, uh, was the sole reason the Flemington Quaddy paid a ridiculous 500 grand so if anyone had that on, I commend you. I respect you highly if you somehow had 100% of the Flemington Quaddy. But um, how have you settled on a winner here, Nick? Who do you think wins and why?
1: Oh, I've looked at this one for a couple of days. And I've backed someone in, but I'm not sure how confident I am now. I thought it was going to rain. Said it was gonna rain, but it didn't. It's, it hasn't rained yet in Melbourne. I put money on Dragonette at twenty-two dollars with a boost on play-up. So I'm trying to. I think I'm going to stick with it just just because I could toss and turn all day about it. So Dragonette will be my tip. Backed it because it was on the soft track it's it's known as one of the best horses in Australia and getting a horse that is known as one of the best horses in Australia for $20 I I was I was thinking you're not going to get another opportunity like it so I I picked it up at $22 so Sir Dragonet hopefully hopefully it rains in um yeah so that'll be my tip
0: lovely stuff going to be interesting not many times that you'll see uh Brothers, Russian Camelot and uh well half brothers, Russian Camelot and Sir Dragon A go head to head. It'll be interesting to see which one gets it over. Of course Sir Dragon A had his match in the uh Cox plate, cause Russian Camelot, great horse, but uh I'm I'm not gonna back it in this one as I normally would because of um it's first up. It does love to run first up, don't get me wrong. But um after it faltered a bit in the uh last few races after we thought it was going to absolutely piss it in. I'm just going to see how it runs first before I get back on the Russian Camelot bandwagon. So instead, I just won't be jumping off the Probabil bandwagon. I think Probabil has what it takes to become the next Mighty Mare. After no more winks, I think Probabil is the one you should be calling our generation's Mighty Mare because she's just so good. I love it. Big
1: cool, though. I love it. Cool. I, I'm,
0: I'm not saying that she's going to go on a, you know, 20 race tear-like winks. I'm just saying that the Mighty Mare nickname could potentially be passed down because always kicks in when the going gets tough. Probabil just gets out to the outside and storms home. The 10th uh, barrier, perfect for Probabil. You won't have to move. She just lo- It's not often that you see a horse like Probabil who loves to run three wide, no cover. Three wide, no cover is often the worst place you could be for a um horse. But Probabil loves it. Literally, if she's not already there, she moves out and storms home on the outside and runs past them all and laughs all the way. $4 for Probabil, outstanding price. And I would definitely be getting on my absolute favorite horse at the moment that isn't named very elegant. So D-Lane should hopefully steer her all the way to yet another win. The, uh yeah, Probabil for me. There's not much else that can be said. But I would literally respect a bet on any single one of these horses in the field. There's, you can't go wrong with any of the horses in this field. I wouldn't be surprised if a big Ruffy got up here because they're all all stars for a reason. They're all in this race for a reason because they know they can get it done. So I can't wait. I personally cannot wait to get stuck into this race. And I think Nick will probably be down at the Fiddler on Saturday night, really getting ready to the, for this to pop up on the tab screen. So I look forward. I look forward Fair to it very much. Agreed. Well, that was the tip-off brought to you by Inside Feed. As always, before we sign off completely for today, Nick, one better the day, who would it be?
1: Oh, I knew this was coming, and oh, I haven't picked from one or two. Let me, give me a sec. You go first, and I'll come back to me.
0: One better the day would have to be Probabil. I can't just gloat about how much I love Probabil and not back her in for the one of the day. My one bet of the day last week, Stiff Meister, he got hey. up. Love the Stiff Meister, and hopefully, uh, probably will get up for us. I'll definitely be having quite a sizable investment on it. Um, yeah, probably will enough. be my one bit of the day.
1: Well, I'm gonna go stick. It's not gonna be All Star Mile. It's gonna be in Mooney Valley, though. However, in race Ooh. four, being number three. Ancestry at $2.80 will be my best of the day. I feel like that is the only horse that will win unless Pandemic can pull off something very impressive. But yeah, Ancestry should be my best of the day.
0: Lovely stuff. Well, that was the Mock Racing Club podcast for another week. Hopefully, this time next week, we'll be talking about how many winners we tipped unlike how many of our horses lost. So hopefully... We've got a positive strike rate again next week, and we can celebrate that. So uh, that's us for today. Good luck, punters, with all of your bets. Anything else you want to say to the punters before we sign off, Nick?
1: Uh, Just good luck this week. Hopefully we can pick some winners for you, and we hopefully did.
0: Yes, lovely stuff. Okay, good luck, punters. We'll see you next week.
1: See ya.